Hey, it's Caitlin. Hey, it's Abigail. Welcome Welcome to to The Gutsy Gutsy Truth. We believe that change is easier when you are not alone. Through practical advice, personal stories, and expert insights, we offer strategies, empowerment, and a supportive community for you to turn to for guidance and motivation on your journey to living your best life. Let's dive in. Jordan Morchat is a founder and owner of Color Me Light. Jordan educates, equips, and empowers her clients about how to navigate colors, style, shopping, their wardrobe, makeup, accessories, and literally anything you put on your body. What we wear impacts our mood, confidence, and our disposition. Jordan's goal is to give you the confidence and joy in the things you choose to wear every single day and leave her sessions filled with light, clarity, and more color added to your life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of The Gutsy Truth. We are so excited today. We have Jordan Morchat with us, and she is going to talk to us about colors. So I'm not sure if everyone saw a few weeks ago on our Instagram, we had this fun little reel. Caitlin and I got our colors done, and that was with Miss Lovely Jordan because it was so fun and exciting. So fun. Yeah, and so we just wanted to bring her on to talk about um, why you need to know your colors and the importance of what that means for you in your life. So welcome, Jordan. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. It's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah. So tell us who you are, how you got into color analysis and kind of give us your background a little mm-hmm. bit. So great introduction. My name is Jordan Morchat. I have four children ages 10 through three. Um, we have been local to Bryan College Station for about 20 years. We, my husband and I went to a and we just stayed here and yeah. it's been really a wonderful place to grow up, but or grow up, <laughs> <laughs> grow a family. Yeah. Um, and so my background is health and wellness. So nutrition, um, I was a nutritionist for the government for a couple of years. And then I opened up a CrossFit gym in 07 and then sold it in 2015. So I'm, I've always been really aware of um, health, wellness, but also in the sense of I've always loved to educate people in gray areas where it's like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, do I eat this way? Do I move this way? Do I actually, ex- you know, so it's mm-hmm. like, there's not like a one size kind of fits all type yeah. of thing. So I always call it kind of a gray area. So, um, in 2015, I had my own colors done, like, but I had to drive yeah. <laughs> so yeah. far to get it done. And it was, you know, get a uh, color analysis was really big in the eighties. Okay. Um, so a lot of like our moms had it done and then mm-hmm. it kind of dwindled out like, and I kind of attribute it to no social media and, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, it just kind of died out. And mm-hmm. then yeah. in the past decade, it kind of exploded. Mm-hmm. And so when I got my color done, I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, this is such a great area yes. and yeah. nobody's teaching on this. And I just, I love teaching and I love learning and, um, and there was nothing like this around me just mm-hmm. for like lay people, like people yeah. that don't, don't really have those resources to figure out, okay, wait, is this color? <laughs> Yeah. Good on me or, you know, right. Um, you know, and we have kind of our friends and family that kind of give us that input growing up, sure. but you know, who knows? Yeah. And yeah. so, um, that is how I was introduced to it. And I, you know, with everything that I've kind of done in life, I love business. My father is an entrepreneur and I just have grown up around people who have run businesses. And so I was like, I think I could figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think I could make a business, you know, and I, you know, we owned the CrossFit gym, um, and sold that. And I just, I took a couple of years just, you know, I was doing some independent consulting on nutrition, but then, um, just really loved the color 
thing. Yeah. It felt like a, um, I know that your podcast is like the gutsy truth. Like uh-huh. It felt like a gutsy move to like completely yeah. shift gears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like for sure. doing health and wellness for so long. Mm-hmm. And then being like, well, actually I want to do style. Yeah. <laughs> like I want to do something different. And I just, I remember my, um, a good friend of mine was like, Hey, so it, this sounds really fun. And is it okay to have it for me? I remember asking like, is it okay to have fun with what I'm doing in life? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, cause I love health and wellness and nutrition, it, but it is challenging sometimes. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, it just has felt like that season of life was really, really sweet. And then this season of life has been really light and mm-hmm. also sweet. So it's mm-hmm. just been different. So that's kind of how I got into it. Um, found a lot of mentors in my field and they're much older because remember it was really big in the eighties. Sure. And so it's been really fun learning from people of a different generation yeah. and really just gleaning from their experience because there are multiple ways to do a color analysis and there's multiple like methods behind style. And mm-hmm. so it has been kind of just like me learning from yeah. them the past since we started this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I first discovered, um, well actually fun fact, Jordan, and I met at our local TV station, <laughs> my college station. Yeah. I, when I was doing my old job and yeah, we were both on that TV segment that same day. And I was like, Oh, you know, I do tourism. And you're like, Oh cool. I do colors. I'm like, this sounds neat. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember you texting me like, in the moment, like, oh my gosh, we need to have her on yeah. the podcast. I'm like, sounds good to me. Exactly. We just recently launched the podcast and I was like, yeah. And then we have a mutual friend too, um, Liz Winkley, mm-hmm. who she's, um, has, is on the podcast or has been on the podcast, yeah. I guess at this point that this episode will come out about sustainability and stuff. But yeah. So it's just been like this full circle of fun. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought it was such a cool, it like drew me because yeah, like you said, like you're not taught that mm-hmm. at it, like even kind of fashion too. Like you just see trends. Like you said, your friends and family might be like, Oh yeah, that looks good on you. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, this might be cute or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not like you have like color one Oh one in like first grade or whatever. Right. <laughs> right. And you know, I think we are kind of drawn to the colors that naturally harmonize with our features. And sure. so years and years ago, that's actually how this kind of first started out this guy named Joannis Litton. Um, he noticed he was an artist and he noticed his students were painting the same scenery, but mm. half of them would choose like cool colors and half of them would choose warm colors or like mm. some people would choose bright and some people would choose soft, but they were painting the same thing. Okay. And so he realized, Oh, maybe we naturally gravitate towards the things that harmonize with our own features because the people that were choosing the cool colors mm-hmm. had a natural coolness to their own tone. Yeah. People are choosing warm colors had this warmth about yeah. them. And so yeah. there is this idea that we kind of naturally gravitate towards those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially in the last decade, just a lot of things get muddled yeah. because of how much input we have, especially right. through social media. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. and I could be very wrong on the statistics, but it was like, I was reading the other day and it was like, a, a normal adult can get anywhere from like 4,000 to 10,000 ads per day just oh by gosh. scrolling. Yeah. And so we Believe have it. all of this input mm-hmm. and you know, obviously it's not always about what we're wearing. Right. Like it's about all the sorts of stuff, but I yeah. really think a lot of it is like yeah. it, what we're seeing um, just out there on the social avenues yeah. and it's everybody saying we need this or this, but right. do we actually need that? Is yeah. that actually for us or is it for somebody else? And right. so, I think really knowing the things that flatter you can help you stay in your own lane. And Mm. it kind of like bypasses that comparison aspect of like, um, 
you can honor the beauty in somebody else mm-hmm. and then realize that's not going to work for you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yes. Or like, yeah. and like say, okay, I actually don't need to buy that because that's right. not right. the thing that harmonizes best with, for me. Yeah. Or it might not be my style. And so we don't have to, it, it kind of filters out a lot of noise yes. out there. Yes, so that's, absolutely. That's something that I love about it. That's awesome. So tell us and our listeners, like what's, what hap- like what is color analysis? <laughs> I guess we should start yeah. the basics. Like yeah. what happens when you come to a color session and yeah, kind yeah. of the, the basics there. Okay. So the technical definition mm-hmm. a, a color analysis is a systematic method of looking at somebody's natural features mm-hmm. and the optical illusion that takes place when a color is near it. Because anytime you put on a color, there's mm-hmm. going to be this optical illusion that takes place. And so it could harmonize with our skin. So, you know, everybody's skin within harmony with a color will do something different. Mm -hmm. So some people, it just might look lovely. And then Mm -hmm. some people, it might look bold and daring. Or some people, it might just look settled and secure Mm -hmm. or, you know, uh, vibrant. You know, so everybody is so unique in how their skin interacts with color. And so in a color analysis, that's what I look for is, I mean, you'll put, you. I mean, you've seen this. You have so many different colors that come across your skin Mm -hmm. and we're looking for harmony. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like a science experiment. Yeah. In a sense, (laughs) you know, we reduce all of the variables because, you know, when you're looking at somebody out in the wild, it's like, oh, I see the background and I see your shirt and I Mm -hmm. see your hair. I see the the lighting might be different. And so in a color analysis and in person in the studio is like we reduce all the variables. We look at your skin without lot of distraction and then we create harmony we look at what color does so you know it could be that you need bright colors it could be that you need soft or warm or Mm -hmm. cool so not everybody's skin just needs warm or cool sure because color is made up of three dimensions it's hue value and chroma Mm -hmm. so it could need chroma so low chroma is soft high chroma is bright Mm -hmm. um, or pigmented and then warm and cool is the hue, the temperature of the color. And then value is the lightness or darkness of color. And yeah. so everybody's skin will need something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I like finding. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like this kind of fun puzzle that yeah. you get to put together. Oh my and gosh. Yes. Yeah. I know. It, and everybody's skin will interact differently. So sure. like some people might disappear in a right. color mm-hmm. and you don't want to disappear in your wardrobe. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there might be a reason why, you know. That's the psychology behind color. That's might be a different topic later on, but, um, you know, when you put a color on, you want to feel present Mm -hmm. and I mean, so everybody's skin will do something different. Mm -hmm. Like with my husband, when he puts on a warm color, he turns jaundice in it, you know, other people, when they put on a warm color, they might look incredible and lovely and it looks settled. And so everybody's skin will do something different. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it was so obvious, like you were putting colors on us and you would put one on. I was like, oh God, <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. Yeah. And some, like I already knew, like I knew I wasn't like, I knew I wasn't going to be like a, what you call like an autumn, like right with those warm tones, fall tones. Cause I like, I don't wear those colors myself. Cause I just know like, like oranges and those kind of like ye- mustard yellows and stuff like never have looked good. And then it was just so funny. Like when you did put it on, I was like, yeah, that's not, that's not it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes the process is really confirming. Sure. And mm-hmm. so, and sometimes it's really revealing where yeah. you're like, oh man, <laughs> yeah. I really liked this color. And you know, we are drawn to color for all different reasons. So it could sure. be because it flatters our, mm-hmm. our features, mm-hmm. but it could be because it does something to us psychologically. So yeah. I've had a lot of people come in who really want to be that warm, deep autumn, Sure, but they're drawn to those colors because they need like 
security and grounding. It's like for a different right. mental emotional yeah. aspect. Yeah. When maybe a different palette would work for them entirely as far as their features are concerned. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting to kind of look at yeah. okay, why why have I been over here? You know, yeah. and I really need to be over here. And so sure. yeah. It's color yeah. bias and color aversion is very interesting. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. yeah. It was such a fascinating process to go through. And I just like it was really interesting too of like so you had like, just to explain to our listeners, like all these different, you know, pieces of fabric that you would lay over us and kind of uh-huh. one by one, you'd put them on and we'd look and then you'd kind of, and, and like looking at all of them, there weren't necessarily like drastic differences between them, but just the subtle changes, like, cause you were talking about like the pigment of your, your eyes kind of changing depending on the colors and stuff. And I was like, I never really thought about that before and what, how that affects like colors and things like yeah. that. So it was just really fascinating just to take a moment and like, like really analyze the colors and how they are affecting you. Because I think so much of like how you're taught when you're, when you're growing up and you're taught to like purchase, you know, clothing and stuff is just like, Oh, well that looks good on you, but it's not, there's nothing like strategic about it or there's nothing that like, it's just the opinion in the moment or the lighting in the dressing room or things like that, that get in the way. Right. Yeah. 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 I I think that's really good. You know, and even you saying it's the lighting in the dressing room, all color is light. Yes. Mm -hmm. So the absence of color is, darkness, mm-hmm. you know? And so lighting is really important. Um, but I, I, yeah, I love that. I think that's really good. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Um, so what are, I mean, I think we've kind of covered obviously the basic benefits of like knowing like what colors look good on you, but what are some of those benefits of knowing your colors? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like in all mm-hmm. aspects, not just fashion. Yeah. So, I mean, it's great to know the colors that naturally harmonize with your features because right. you have nothing working against your skin. You right. Know? Yeah. You know, we don't want to like have something working against us, but, um, you know, your palette in itself is harmonious with in each other. And mm-hmm. so if you organize your closet by your colors, mm-hmm. you could essentially pull a shirt, pants, and shoes and in a color sense, visually it will look harmonious. And so yeah. you don't really have to question like, is this going to clash? Sure. Or mm-hmm. you, you know, everybody says you need a little black dress or mm-hmm. you need black pumps. Yeah. Maybe you don't, maybe you need nude, you know? Yeah. And so it doesn't, you don't have so much stuff in sure. your closet. It's mm-hmm. a, it, the statistic is that you maybe wear 20% of your closet. So mm-hmm. like that 80, 20 kind uh-huh. of credo principle. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. like 80% of our closet kind of sits vacant. And if you really look like hardcore at your closet, you'll realize that that's quite true. Yes. Yeah. And so the idea is to have less, but wear more of what you have. Mm-hmm. And so you don't have to have a black parachute, a brown pair of shoes, a mm-hmm. brown belt, black belt, you know, you can actually hone in on what works best for you. And then your closet, if you're organizing by your cl- colors, mm-hmm. will actually become functional. So mm-hmm. it's like you can um, create functionality with what you're wearing. And I really think it helps to eliminate decision fatigue. Yes. And so I think, you know, the first thing you wake up in the morning and you're going to your closet, if you're hit with that, okay, what do I wear? Yeah. And not knowing how to put colors together or even outfits, then that's your first roadblock. And it's the very first thing you do in the day. You you get dressed. And so if you can eliminate that kind of friction in the morning, it kind of creates this day where it feels a little bit more flawless and it starts your day off with a better, yeah, better fit. I guess. Also like it was really interesting. Cause like shortly after we did the color analysis, like I wore like one of the shades of blue that like is in my color palette to a conference. And a woman came up to me and she's like, Oh my gosh, your eyes are just like 
look amazing right now. Yeah. I was like, well, I just got my colors done. Like, do you know about this? Because, like, it's transformed, like, how I pick my outfits now. Yeah. I'm like, And also, it, it, it helps, like, build your confidence, too. Because if mm-hmm. you know the colors flatter you and you feel good about it and it wasn't a stressful process to pick out the outfit and think like Mm -hmm. and all that like it just Mm -hmm. it helps build your confidence and how you're showing up in the world and I think that is just a huge benefit to it as well oh for sure oh yeah yeah and I actually used it um I went shopping for new swimsuit because my family and I went to the beach and so the very first thing I did is I was like okay what of all these swimsuits here are just my colors, yeah. right? So I just went, I gravitated towards those first. And then secondly, it was like, okay, what about these styles do mm-hmm. I like? And mm-hmm. so I ended up with three colors of like three of my colors, but totally three different styles of yeah. swimsuits. Mm-hmm. And it was so amazing. I was like, it was just like this light bulb moment when I was putting on those swimsuit, it was swimsuit tops specifically I was looking at. And I'd like, I put one on, it was like this vibrant royal blue. And I was like, oh, I love it. But I I, I hate the style of the yeah. suit. And mm-hmm. so it like, it made it that much easier to put something yes. on and be mm-hmm. like, no, I actually don't like this garment because of X, Y, and Z. Where before you're like, I think I like it. I think I don't. I'm mm-hmm. not really sure. Let me try it again. And you might buy it and it sits in your closet, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. It's- I, and I love that you talk about shopping because, yes, in the morning getting dressed, that's like one mm-hmm. area where decision fatigue can occur. But then, yeah. oh my gosh, shopping. Yes. There's just, <laughs> there are just so many so many options options like yeah. I mean just consider Amazon or yeah. like anything yeah. that is at our fingertips now right any yeah. sort of style yeah so if you can have that first filter and it's yeah. a really great visual filter yeah. of color mm-hmm. you just eliminate yeah it just, exactly <laughs> and you just keep going because you know yeah. if you can't find that style in your color I'm sure you can find it somewhere else right because right. they're just there's really like endless options. Exactly. So it does, it really does help shopping as yeah. well. I mean that, that probably would have been like a 30 ish minute process for me trying on different swimsuits and like reluctantly buying something just to say I needed something. And it took me like five minutes and I loved the top I walked out with. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Right. And it was just like done easy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Oh, well this makes life so much better. Well, <laughs> And I think it also helps to make those per- purchases more purposeful mm-hmm. of like, you're not oh, just yeah. buying the item because you, again, you saw it on an influencer was wearing it on Amazon or a friend has it. And yeah. you're like, Oh, that looks good. Like I want to have that too kind of, you know, yeah. mindset, but also like even the other day I was just like going through target real quickly. I was like, Oh, I'll just look at clothes just for the heck of it. And I was like, no, I don't see my colors. Mm-hmm. And so I actually don't need to spend the time looking like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it just helped like filter, especially in the consumer society that mm-hmm. we're like constantly being told to buy this, buy that. It was just helpful to be like, number one, they don't have my colors and, or Hey, I've, cause for everyone listening, when we got our color analysis, Jordan provided us these really awesome, cute, like little cards that yeah. like we can bring when we go shopping. So yeah. now like, I tried to have it with my purse, but I didn't have it in my purse that day. So I was like, oh, well, I didn't have it with me, so I'm not going to buy anything because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to come home and then it not be one of my colors. And yeah, anyways, but I yeah. think that's just really helpful, too, of just being more purposeful with mm-hmm. the items that we're buying so oh that, gosh, again, yeah. we're going to wear them more often because right. I'm like thinking of my closet now. I'm like, OK, do I only Oh, 80% of my closet has not been touched. I, I can guarantee that. And I'm like, oh, yikes. I know. Or like I go through a season, I like, or like that like couple months, I'm like just wearing mm-hmm. the same outfit over and over again. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like not touching because I know I like it and it works. Yeah. And then it's not as much work thought process to like come up with a different outfit yeah yeah I love I love that too I love the thoughtfulness behind it Mm -hmm. where it does it makes you pause yeah (laughs) yeah instead of it being so like knee-jerk because you know if you are scrolling through Amazon it's so quick to find something yeah click yeah (laughs) so 
dangerously. Yeah. So, yeah. And so it does. It makes you stop and pause and just really question. Yeah. Okay, wait, is this going to actually go with me? Go with you. Yeah. Go with all the things. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I love too how you talked about how like when you get your whole wardrobe in your color palette, right? Then yeah, that that whole like does this work with this and that work with that? Or I have this one pair of shoes that only goes with one mm-hmm. type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Then you're just like, it's just yeah, it's, you're stretching your dollar better. Mm-hmm. It's just better all yeah. over the place because. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it just all works together. So yeah. you just like grab, grab, grab. Okay, this works. Like yeah. I don't have to think about it. <laughs> yeah. And you don't have as many like one-offs where yeah. it does. Those mm-hmm. things just sit in your closet because right. you got it on sale or right, right, because you did like a quick little click or yeah. <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah. And so it does. It really feels more like a functional mm-hmm. uh, wardrobe. That's awesome. Yeah. So can you explain to our listeners like the different, um, I guess, Seasons, seasons yeah. that mm-hmm. they could potentially be like, how yeah. does define all that for them? So they can understand okay. That. So, you know, color analysis first started out as a four season method. And so there are multiple ways to do a color mm-hmm. analysis. And so it started out as a four season method. And basically it looked at hue, which mm-hmm. is the temperature of the color. So are you warm or cool? Mm-hmm. But like we talked about at the beginning of the, the podcast, um, mm-hmm. there are three dimensions of color. So mm-hmm. there's also value in chroma. And mm-hmm. so when you're looking at it in that sense, you could fall into one of 12 seasons. Mm-hmm. And so if your skin prefers temperature, it, it's kind of it's fun because it's called by a season. Mm-hmm. So like winter, summer, autumn, spring. Mm-hmm. And so those just help us remember like what type of colors are in that palette. So mm-hmm. autumn looks a lot like our autumn calendar, like as the leaves are kind of turning, they're mm-hmm. golden, warm, luxurious, rich. Yeah. And then spring, very similar to autumn. They're that, that warm mm-hmm. colors, but they're a little bit more buoyant and vibrant. So they're higher chromatic. So mm-hmm. autumn is softer. Spring is warm or brighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Winter and summer, kind of the same thing, but they're cooler. Mm-hmm. So winter goes dark and deep, bright, high chromatic, and summer is soft and more subtle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, um, when you're looking at it that way, if your skin does prefer temperature, you'll be a, if it prefers coolness, it'll be true winter, true summer. If it prefers warmth, true autumn, true spring. Mm-hmm. But if it prefers chroma, you'll be in the bright seasons. So bright summer, or sorry, bright spring, bright winter, or soft summer, soft autumn. Mm-hmm. So softness is the softness of color. It almost mm-hmm. starts to look a little bit gray. And mm-hmm. heathered yeah. is a good word for it. Okay. Soft. And then bright, vivid would yeah. be the high chromatic yeah. And then on the other, I'm like using my hands yeah, yeah, I yeah. <laughs> this like calendar in my head, but over there's the dark seasons, mm-hmm. which is dark winter, dark autumn. And then there's the light seasons, which is light su- spring and light summer. Yeah. And so those are the seasons that prefer either depth mm-hmm. of color or lightness of mm-hmm. color. Yeah. And so, you know, if you can kind of break it up that way, you would either be one of 12 sure. seasons. And so yeah. it's kind of a fun little puzzle to, have to work with people's skin that way uh-huh. and kind of decide, okay, are you neutral in mm-hmm. undertones? Do you lean more warm? Do you lean more cool? Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you need dark or light? Yeah. 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 So I am a true summer. Uh-huh. And okay. So, and this is so funny because... <laughs> Well, oh yeah. So I'm a true summer, which are the, the, I'm going to, I'm going to let you say it. Cause I'm you are cool. cool. Your skin needs yeah, temperature. I'm, yeah. yeah. I need temperature. Yeah. And Abigail is a dark winter, dark mm-hmm. winter. <laughs> and I'm just going to read the descriptions that came with this. Cause this is really funny. So true summer is soft, smoky, subtle, and cool. 
for, you know, Caitlin over here. Yeah. And Abigail, you are. I'm bright, cool, vivid, clear, and icy. <laughs> it so describes our personality. It's so funny. That we, like, yeah, when you gave us these, I was like, this is hilarious. Yeah. And the other really interesting thing out of the color analysis, too, is like, you were telling Abigail, like, you pretty much need to stay in your colors. Like, yeah. you do best in your <laughs> your winter colors, yeah. right? And me, in the summer, I had the ability to go a little bit darker and mm-hmm. more flexibility with my colors mm-hmm. than Abigail did. Right. Yeah. It's easier for summers to pop up and wear some winter colors. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It is very hard <laughs> for winters winter. to pop down and wear summers. And yeah. only because it's, like, the high contrast yeah. nature mm-hmm. of winter mm-hmm. it, even within a palette, there's these different kind of aspects like yeah. summer. There's something really beautiful about a watercolor effect, mm-hmm. uh, uh-huh. but they can easily pop up and wear a little bit brighter, a little bit higher chromatic colors. Right. Uh, winters, it's harder mm-hmm. <laughs> for their skin to pop down and wear summer because yeah. typically they either like disappear, like your yeah. jawline disappears yeah. or mm-hmm. you get drained or something happens where it feels really dramatic. And yeah. it, yes. So it's kind of, it's fun watching that kind of, happen in a session with winters for sure yeah do do you feel like people's personalities like are like because you have these little descriptions Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. with each season on Mm -hmm. these little cards you give and I love that like do you feel like a lot of people say oh my gosh that matches my personality some often often often. you know it's interesting too because we we have such a an emotional psychological Mm -hmm. um connection to color and so sometimes when people want to be a certain palette maybe they love the softness and they're actually really bright. Yeah. It can be like a shock. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And it's more of like, uh, it almost feels like a, an interesting, like they're trying to figure out, okay, wait, what, what, you know, it's, yeah. um, there's, it, it, go ahead. I, I feel like it's almost like they're trying to be something uh-huh. that there may not be kind of a thing. Yeah, Is or, that part of it? Yes, or they're trying to be something that they don't want to be. So it's like yeah. this aversion. So yeah. like I've had somebody come in and th- th- say they're a winter, mm-hmm. and in the winter colors they're like, oh my god, I look so much like my mom, and they don't have a great relationship. Mm-hmm. And so uh-huh. it's like they're yeah. coming, even though the winter colors might be where their skin thrives, like they sure. shine. Yeah, mm-hmm. they actually have an aversion to those colors because of a relationship sure. yeah. it's just yeah. so interesting. interesting like yeah. so many yeah. people I'll put like a certain color lipstick on them and they're mm-hmm. like oh my gosh I look like my aunt Claire you know <laughs> yeah. or there's just such a, a connection between memory yep. and color yes. just like there is with yes. smell yeah. and mm-hmm. memory yeah. yeah there is also that with yeah. color and so the things that we see we're reminded of something exactly. and so it could either be in a positive light or it could be in something that just wasn't a really pleasant memory mm-hmm. and yeah. so it's really great to have an awareness of that, mm-hmm. those uh, biases and aversions, because mm-hmm. you can kind of just kind of work through it, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, instead of avoiding it. Right. Whole life, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and so, it, it, yeah, it's interesting working with color in people because sometimes it does. It feels like those descriptive words fit people to a T. And then right. other times it's like pulling people out of a box and saying, actually, this is where. Yeah. Do you see this? This yeah. is beautiful. Yeah. Or this is in harmony, you know? Yeah. And, um, it can feel uncomfortable sure. for some people, mm-hmm, but it yeah. can also feel very like affirming. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the chair, like sitting in that studio chair, it, it you, you can never kinda, know, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's so funny for us. Cause like, that's like, so our personalities. <laughs> oh yeah. Of like Abigail being bright and vivid and like, 
you know, just bold in the way mm-hmm. she is. And I'm more like subtle and mm-hmm. ha- harmonious yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And the ability yeah. to kind of like go darker if I needed, because I'm trying. Yeah. That's yeah. so funny. It's, it, yeah. it was the irony was not lost. on yeah. us. It we was like, those. we're like, yeah, that's, that's so awesome. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Hi friends. I just want to take a quick moment and thank today's sponsor flash marketing solutions. Flash Marketing Solutions provides full-service website and marketing solutions. They focus on your website so you can focus on your core business. I'll be honest with you, friends. When we first started The Gutsy Truth, the idea of building a website sounded super fun, but quickly became a daunting task. But thanks to Flash Marketing Solutions, they got our website built, freeing up hours of our time to focus on the podcast. If you're ready to be gutsy and need a website for your business or blog or whatever you're hoping to do, we recommend Flash Marketing Solutions. Visit flashmarketingsolutions.com slash gutsy for more information. That's flashmarketingsolutions.com slash gutsy. And right now, all new website clients get the first year of hosting for free. Thank you so much, Flash Marketing Solutions. If you are enjoying the podcast and want to support our mission to empower and inspire people everywhere, we would love for you to consider becoming a Patreon member. By supporting us on Patreon, you are helping us to continue to create valuable content and build a supportive community for listeners like you who are choosing to live a gutsy life. Visit thegutsytruth.com slash support to learn more. So talk to us about, um, because you kind of mentioned it just a minute ago with the lipstick example, like talk Mm -hmm. to us about colors and makeup because you did like do some Mm -hmm. different um, lip colors and Mm -hmm. cheek colors and kind of gave Mm -hmm. us some ideas on that too. Yeah. You know, (laughs) we all like most women are wearing makeup, you know, like we're playing, it's a fun expression of our personality. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of fun, um, tool that I get to use with people Mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, you want to look, have a day lip, a kind of like more pinky and then maybe something brighter, a pop. And so I try to put that on everybody that comes through, but Mm -hmm. it really is like if I had a girl come in this morning and she didn't feel comfortable with makeup. So we're like, well, what do you want to do? You know? So I try to, you know, push people a little bit, but then also want you to feel comfortable. Yeah. In the process. But you know, if you're the color on your face, if it, um, is within your palette and you're Mm -hmm. wearing your clothes, it's all going to look harmonious instead of, I think that's another layer to it. So if you're wearing a color that might not be in your palette, but you're wearing clothes that are in your palette, there's like a discord that Mm, happens. And so, I mean, I think the makeup industry, I think y'all just did something on this. Maybe. Yeah. We did like a product swap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like this Mm -hmm. for that, but it's like a billion billions of dollar industry. Right. So yeah. there's so many options. Like yes. even yeah. just walking down H E B. Yeah. Like the H E B aisle. Yeah. Not yeah. even at Ulta or Sephora. Yeah. Yeah. And just looking at all the options and be like, uh you yeah. know right. Like, what? And then you can't try like, you know, especially yeah. like an H E B or try yeah, yeah. try no anything testers. on. You can't yeah. test. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like it really helps eliminate that decision yeah. fatigue. Yeah. Just like one more layer. I, you know, it's not even makeup too, it's accessories. It's yeah. like yes. Uh, glasses, jewelry, mm-hmm. shoes, belts, like yeah. all the things, anything that you put on your body in a color form, mm-hmm. that's kind of what we're working with here. And mm-hmm. so um, I think makeup is huge yeah. because typically it's the thing that people are looking at with right. their face. And yeah. so, <laughs> so, you know, if you're wearing like a lip color that is a little bit off, it mm-hmm. can kind of throw out a very thoughtful outfit, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. like and kind of make it break it yeah. yeah in a sense so yeah um yeah that's just one more layer 
Yeah. And it's so surprising too. I think just, just like when you get your colors done, like you probably have like some people that are surprised by things, but I remember like you were putting a lipstick on me that was like electric pink, <laughs> like so pink. And I would have never, ever thought to reach for that. Right. And then you put it on, I was like, Oh my God, I love this. Pink. <laughs> so like, I need to wear this every day of my life. And then some of it's like reassuring. Like I knew right. like, like a blue red, mm-hmm. like I always call it like fire engine red, uh-huh, but like uh-huh. red, red is my jam. Right. And like you put one yeah. on me, I'm like, yeah, this is it. Which is yes. not my color at all. Yeah. <laughs> at all. And I knew that as well. Yeah. But it was just nice to like, it kind of gives you some options too. Cause it's like, we can't wear like bright red lipstick every day. Cause it doesn't quite go with everything. I mean, it could, but, um, but yeah, just to have something fun and different. So yeah, yeah. I love that aspect that you put, that you do that, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. with the color analysis as you yeah. cock through makeup and stuff too. Yeah, because it's huge. I mean, it just is one more layer to like creating less, um, like a mitigating decision fatigue. Sure. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. And I love just going back to what you said at the beginning of all this. It's just like clarifying the gray areas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that is just a beautiful message in general and just like very helpful for approaching, you know, your wardrobe and style because that's Mm -hmm. so much of your identity is like, you know, how what you're wearing. And that's something that takes up so much of your time mm-hmm. and thought process and yeah. money of all of that. So I think it's just really helpful. And it's so fun now that I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I went home that day and I went through my closet. I was like, Nope, 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 Nope. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I think too, just kind of, I don't even think I have said it yet, but there are like, scientifically speaking, there's about 10 million colors in the world. Crazy. And so <laughs> Even though a lot of people might look at this and think, oh, it's so limiting, Mm -hmm. but it actually just focuses in Mm -hmm. and it really kind of narrows in on the things that are great for you. And so there's still millions of colors in your palette. And so it doesn't feel like we're limiting some decisions, but you still have a lot of options Mm -hmm. to you. And so it's just a different way of looking at it. Yeah, absolutely. And it it reduces that whole like, you know, like if you're following like the color trend of the year or Mm -hmm. you're like, you're shopping, you're like, oh, I don't have anything in mustard yellow. I probably should branch out. (laughs) And then you spend this money and mustard yellow is not your thing. And you like never wear it. And like, so it, like you said, it gives you your own identity mm-hmm. to just co- totally thrive in, right? Yeah. And you're not trying to always like d- like branch out mm-hmm. and wear these other colors because you think that you have to, right? right, right. It's like It feels a little bit more timeless. Yeah. Like your wardrobe yeah. can feel a little bit more timeless than trendy. Exactly. And yes. so it can really, yeah, focus in on what is best for you yeah. rather than trying to carry everything that everybody else is doing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. Um, okay. So we, when we were in our sessions, you start at towards the end, you start talking about like meanings of colors <laughs> and I, I like, we can go as high level deeper as mm-hmm. you want to do this, but cause we had asked you about some meanings of colors and stuff. And I just remember when you're like, yeah, people who tend to gravitate to like gray can be like indecisive cause they don't know what to go. And uh-huh. so like, talk to us about that. Like how, I guess in the sense of like, what have you just seen over your years of mm-hmm. doing this? Like how have people tend to trend to mm-hmm. certain colors or what does that mean? So, you know, and I, I think I've said it multiple times here, but there is just a mo- an emotional connection right. to color. Right. And um, it is a very interesting experiment to go yeah. into your closet and think, okay, or look at it and say, yeah. okay, what's the most predominant color here? Mm-hmm. And when I've gone into people's closets for like a closet edit, mm-hmm. 
what you're saying, if I see a whole lot of gray, typically Uh it's a sign of indecisiveness. And so gray is kind of, it's a great color. Like if you want to just show up and do your work, not be seen, every color can be used very thoughtfully. Sure. Mm -hmm. So it's not that gray is bad, right? but over time, what gray will do is it not only will it have an impact on our choices, but it can have an impact on our emotional state. So it's Uh almost like this two way street of, um, even though you're choosing these colors like gray because mm-hmm. you are indecisive about what color you should choose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, over time it can actually continue to make you more indecisive <laughs> because yeah. you're not oh, actually yeah. making a decision, making you know? Decision. Yeah. And so, you know, there's these like pros and cons to every single color sure. mm-hmm. in the book, you know? Yeah. And so, um, some colors in general are naturally like, um, aggressive colors. So like Mm -hmm. your red, orange, yellow colors. Mm -hmm. And by aggressive, it just means there's a little bit more of an energy to those colors. They almost like come at you. Mm -hmm. Um, blues, greens, purples, almost like withdraw and pull people in. So there's Mm -hmm. almost like this calming effect and you know, the, the pigmentation of every color will kind of change the emotional impact. And so, yeah, it is really fascinating. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, everybody it's kind of like little fun facts, but everybody will be be impacted by the color blue because it's the most predominant color in our world. It's our sky, it's our ocean. Mm -hmm. And so there's like most people when you're little, like they'll say their favorite color is blue, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. And it's because that's what we're surrounded by most often. And so, um, you know, it's, it's interesting and I love getting to work. So, Another layer to um, what I do is mm-hmm. I'll go to companies or mm-hmm. corporations and we'll we'll talk about colors and impact because if you're a client forward, mm-hmm. what kind of message do you want to portray? Yeah. And so if it's or if I'm doing I'll also do this in a style session typically. Mm-hmm. If somebody has certain things that they want to portray on a day-to-day basis, we'll uh-huh. talk about, okay, well, with specific colors, you can do this. And so mm-hmm. if it's like a CEO and they are really wanting to get their message across mm-hmm. across the board, they really don't want any conversation about it. They can choose the color red mm-hmm. or because it's a very aggressive color. Right. And it almost says, yeah, I really don't want to talk about this. <laughs> you yeah. know, like giving the message and then that's it. The, sure. the, the line stops here. But if you are giving a presentation and you really want some like communal like feedback, mm-hmm. you really want an engaged audience, something like blue or green can mm-hmm. really help kind of like welcome people into the conversation. And mm-hmm. so <laughs> there's so many yeah. different ways that you can like utilize color. Sure. Um, not just for like your skin mm-hmm. or like creating functionality in your wardrobe, but with purpose for, yeah. do you have a big interview? You yeah. know, yeah. what, how do you want to be per- perceived in that interview? Sure. Do you have a big presentation? How do you want to, what do you want to communicate in that presentation? Yeah. Or, um, yeah. It, so the list goes on. So uh, how you can yeah. utilize color. Yeah. That's oh, it's so fascinating. Ways. Like who'd have ever thought, I mean, like normally you think about like, yeah, I just want to like make sure my outfit looks good when I'm giving this presentation or I feel comfortable in it, you know, like mm-hmm. the functionality and the color and all that, mm-hmm. but not like the emotional, want, impact. The emotional <laughs> impact of like speaking in front of these people. And yeah. 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 And it's just, you know, it's not going to negate your message no, entirely, right. but it can either, it can really it help. Like yeah. it can actually learn like, uh, create more of the effect that you're going for. Right. And so it's, it's interesting too, like looking at how, um, like on TV and movies, how Mm. people will utilize certain colors on certain actors to create Mm. certain effects. Like, um, Dwight Schrute on Uh the office. Yeah. They put him in so many beige colors 
And when you actually see him in his colors, he looks very handsome. <laughs> but on the office, you're like, oh, you, yeah, like, yeah. you know, it's like this, like kind of dorky, like yeah. nobody, you know, he's kind exactly. of yeah. interesting guy. Yeah. Um, but I, I really attribute it to he's like it not actually wearing his color colors. Palette. That's yeah. so funny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> see, Hollywood figured it out. Yeah. Right. It's been around. Yeah. It's been around. That's so interesting. Yeah. So the other question I have too about this is like, so there's, you know, all these different, you know, seasons that you can, you can have as your, your colors. So do those change over time or like, are you, if I, am I, am I going to be true summer forever or like, yeah. is it, can it change as I get older? Yeah. Your season will remain the same throughout your life. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, there is a uh, point in your life where your coloring kind of sets in and mm-hmm. usually it's around puberty. So mm-hmm. if I do kids skin or like I do color analysis on children that are younger than 13, typically it, it'll cost, cost less. Cause yeah. I'm like thinking, okay, yeah. you can read their skin and some, children's skin is very easy to read, but sure. our skin, as we get older, it's just more translucent mm-hmm. and you can read the skin and mm-hmm. how it interacts with colors a little bit better as you age. Mm-hmm. And so, and I, I believe that your coloring really does kind of set in around 13 sure. and up. And so, mm-hmm. um, if you've gotten your colors done <laughs> before the age of 13, I would say probably 20 years, maybe do it again just for the fun. And, sure. but you know, it really should just remain the same. Like yeah. even as your skin, um, changes throughout your life and mm-hmm. your hair gets, you know, your hair will change throughout your life. Mm-hmm. Like different things will change. Mm-hmm. Um, but your colors will remain the same. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. I think another interesting thing about it too, is like, I feel like when it came to wearing different colors in different months of the year, like October, it's like, okay, it's fall. I'm going to wear orange and browns (laughs) and darker greens and Mm -hmm. things like that. Or it's the springtime. So I'm going to wear more pastel colors and things like that. But from the color analysis, it's like, you've got your true summer and that gives you like, that means in the, even though it's October, you can still wear your true, true summer colors, but wear fall clothing. You know, and, and I thought yeah. that was kind of a different approach. I feel, I think for so long I was like, oh, it's winter. So mm-hmm. I'm going to wear these yeah. wintery colors right. as opposed to, okay, now I know what my color palette is. Yeah. And now I take those and wear winter clothing or summer clothing, mm-hmm. um, based off of those colors. Yeah. And you know, there will be a version of every color and every mm-hmm. palette. And so like your yellow might look different. It will look different than an autumn yellow yes. or like your green is going to be a little bit more a blue based green mm-hmm. than like yeah. a yellow based green. Yes. So there's going to be a version of every color in every palette. It just mm-hmm. is going to look different maybe right. than yeah. what you think a typical orange or red right. would look like. Right. It will just have some variety to it. Yeah. 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 I think I've like always kind of dressed according to the season, you know, right. More than, mm-hmm. than to my like colors that actually complimented yeah. me. Yeah, which is interesting. So yeah, it's the whole process has just been really, really fun to to dive into it and understand it all. Yeah. So what are, if someone's listening to this today and they're like, oh my God, I have no idea what color I am. <laughs> <laughs> like obviously come see Jordan or do a color analysis. But like, what is some, like, is there things you could do like at home even just to kind of help, like mm-hmm. even just like I'm a cool or a warm, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. just to kind of give you a somewhat of a starting mm-hmm. point? You know, I, I think looking at your closet and thinking of like looking at it and saying, okay, what, what colors do I love? Yeah. What is my favorite color? You know, that's mm-hmm. the time old question of like, yeah. what, what am I most drawn to? Mm-hmm. And 
sometimes it really is hard to separate the input that we've had through social media mm-hmm. and what we're actually drawn to. Sure. And so maybe even thinking about, okay, if you're five years old and somebody handed you a crown box, yeah. <laughs> what colors would you pick? Mm-hmm. What would the nature of the color be? Yeah. Would it be mainly cool colors? Would it be mm-hmm. bright colors? Would it be soft colors? Would you say, actually, I want to do watercolor, you know? Yeah. I like, and I, I think that's really telling for myself because I like hated watercolor growing up and my palette itself is one of the highest chromatic. Yeah. It's the highest pigmented. And so yes. watercolor would always drive me crazy because I was like trying to get it more pigmented yeah. as a kid. Yeah. yeah. So, and so sometimes it, that kind of thing can be revealing where you get like thinking back, okay, when I was five, what was my favorite color? Mm-hmm. Like when yeah. I was a little kid, we have very little input from anybody except probably our parents. Yeah. Um, what would I naturally grab to mm-hmm. color with? And that could be revealing or just creating awareness mm-hmm. around the things that you're wearing and trying to kind of reduce some of the noise. Mm-hmm. So looking in your closet, you know, can sometimes be helpful, but sometimes when you're looking in your closet, you can also see like um, patterns of like habits. Like, sure. uh, do I just have black? Because yeah. I've heard it's flat. Um, the the thing that you can wear that will be most flattering it will sure. like trim you up or what is sure. the what is the word uh it it um makes you appear leaner or yeah. you know yeah. which is not always true but you yeah know, you could utilize it some in those aspects but like um I think looking in your closet and just kind of creating awareness around mm-hmm. the things that you love like mm-hmm. why do I love this why do I really love this lip color or um and so that's where you can kind of start mm-hmm. is um, maybe in some natural lighting, like look at what yeah. your favorite colors are and yeah. why is that your favorite color? And, um, or kind of going back to the crown box. Yeah. yeah. Like. I love that. I love that analogy. <laughs> that's a really fun idea. Yeah, yeah. That's so true. I really didn't like watercolors either. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, I love watercolors. Yeah. <laughs> so this, yeah. This so yeah. So Jordan and I are winters. Yes. Jordan's a bright winter. Uh-huh. So yeah, you're very vibrant colors, mm-hmm. um, which I also like too. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like dark and vibrant. It spans yeah. all across winter. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is so funny when you said that. I was like, yeah, I hate watercolor. <laughs> Yeah, that's I was hilarious. like neon colors. <laughs> yeah, where's the markers? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's exa- oh, that's so awesome. And then yeah, I think like um, piggybacking off of what you just said because you told us in our session like okay, now that you know your colors, mm-hmm. like don't go home and throw out your whole closet, right? And, yeah. Like because mm-hmm. you gotta like baby step it right so yeah yeah talk to us through that process like once you know your colors yeah like how do you go home and like stare at your closet what what are the next steps yeah Yeah. so you know I think it can be a little overwhelming to get your color palette in and then go shopping you know a lot of people it can be fun but it can also be like I don't know what do I need and so if you can have a grid for the things that you need first Mm -hmm. before you go out again and try to invest in something. So mm-hmm. what I always recommend is going to your closet, organizing your closet by your palette, like everything that's in your colors, push it to the front of your closet, everything that's not push it to the back mm-hmm. and just shop from your own closet from the next couple of weeks and see how colors combine, see mm-hmm. how you fill in your colors. And then also it just gives you a grid for what the gaps are, where, sure. where, what's missing, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. are, is it a pair of shoes or maybe it's your neutral palette or, yeah. Maybe it's uh, tops, you know, mm-hmm. it could be anything um, that might be missing or a gap in mm-hmm. your wardrobe. And then, um, and it just kind of uh, helps you invest in yeah. that next thing. Um, but also, yes, like the the other side of your closet where it's like, um, 
there, it's not necessarily your colors. They're going to be things that are easy to let go of where it's sure. like, Oh yeah. I always knew this top did not work. You yeah. Know, I just didn't like the style and the color on top of that. You know, yeah. they're going to be things that are just easy, uh, to donate or to sell. Mm-hmm. But, um, they're going to be things that you love still yeah. in that palette. And mm-hmm. so I always recommend people holding on to the things that they love because you know, there's a reason why you love it. Mm-hmm. And there is really, I would rather you wear something you love and instead yeah. of it just being in your colors, because right, it yeah. actually shows a little bit more on your face. Like you actually enjoy wearing what you're wearing. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, it really is the second layer to creating a functional wardrobe is the style portion. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you have the colors down that's creating a visual color palette uh-huh. for you. And then the next portion of it is creating the aesthetic and the style. Yeah. And so kind of, like wrapping your head around, okay, why do I love this? Is it the neckline? Is it because something is really structured or maybe it's unstructured Mm -hmm. or, um, I love patterns and I love this top that has all these patterns in it. Or, um, maybe it's a high rise something, you know, it could be anything about said garment, but it's starting to create awareness around the style. Mm -hmm. And so as you're investing in new pieces, not getting something just because it's your color, but Mm -hmm. getting it because it's your color, but also your style. Yes. Like you also love it. Yeah. And so as kind of garments are wearing out over time, you can start to invest in pieces that mm-hmm. are your colors and your style. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of is like the, uh, the second layer of creating a really functional wardrobe that you yeah. love wearing mm-hmm. because it's an entire color palette, but also it's, it, there are pieces that you just love yeah. putting on. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It was so, yeah, I did. I thought that too. I was like, it, it, there was some very obvious things. Like when I like pulled, I was like, okay, now this is my colors. And I was like, these five things, I think I've worn them once, <laughs> like maybe. And I've yeah. had them for like a long time. Yeah. So it was really like freeing to be like, mm-hmm. ah, yeah, yeah, that's why mm-hmm. I just never worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you're, there are a few items that I was like, I think I really do. I have worn it a handful of times. I do like it. And mm-hmm. so it's like, I'm just going to keep it there and see like why, like, as you said, yeah. like, why is it because the style of the item or whatever, does it have an, an emotional meaning? We've talked a lot about emotions. <laughs> yeah. 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 So no, that's really helpful. Um, yeah. So this is like, I feel like, so we've covered like, obviously like the fashion side, the makeup side, <laughs> Like, is there any other aspect of knowing your colors that really is helpful as far as like, like, does it bleed over into like, say like your home decor? Oh yeah. Yeah. I think it can be a fun starting place because you know, your palette harmonizes within each other. Uh And so I've had people like ask for different palettes so they could decorate their home Uh in certain they may want autumn uh-huh. colors because it's a really warm, grounding, inviting sure. palette, you mm-hmm. know? And so it is helpful. It just kind of depends yeah. on the mood that you're going for in sure. your home. Yeah. But a lot of people really love the autumn yeah. colors for home. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they are pretty. Yeah. yeah they are. They're so they're, pretty. They yeah. are pretty. I don't blame them there. Yeah. I don't blame them there. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. This has been really, really fun just mm-hmm. to talk through all of this. And I hope this like inspires people just to whether they can do a full color analysis, but just to be more mindful of the colors that they're wearing and hopefully bring them some more confidence and, you know, how they're showing up in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So this has been so much fun. So Jordan, we ask all of our guests um, these two questions to wrap up the episode. So we would love to know what is something gutsy you have done recently and how to make you feel. Oh, I recently, it doesn't have to be recently. It <laughs> yeah. can just be anytime. Okay, anytime. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I was looking at that question and I was like, what have I done? And 
honestly, it's this. It is like switching careers from something that felt really serious. And like I put a whole lot of time into it. It was a really sweet season of life Mm -hmm. to where I felt like a season was changing Mm -hmm. and taking the risk to be like, okay, I think I want to start my own business and I want to develop this thing. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, I, I, I think that that's been, I mean, so recent in the past five years, you know, um, developing a business that hopefully empowers people to make, Mm -hmm. you know, confident decisions through the things that we choose to carry. And so, um, yeah, I think that that's probably, probably it. That's it. I love (laughs) it. That's so awesome. Yeah. I, I feel you there. Yeah. <laughs> Did you so, ask a second question? Was it? No. So okay, the okay. second question is what has been something in, in your life that's filling your bucket? Okay. That's what I, yeah. I, I had read the second question. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have lately been getting up really early uh-huh. in the, like 5 a.m. <laughs> 5 a.m. And yeah. I've just been having solitude, like oh, reading, nice. uh, journaling and just quiet space, yeah. um, before the day begins. And it's very, exhausting (laughs) like you know like I but I also really feel like there is a lot of purpose to it and it is just space that um Mm -hmm. I I wouldn't get if I had slept in Mm -hmm. and so um that has been really sweet space Mm -hmm. in the morning yeah 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 I I totally feel that I've you know new schedule life now with Mm -hmm. my daughter but I normally like you know I'm I'm up earlier and I'm Mm -hmm. even like by the time I drop her off at school home earlier than when I used to leave to go to work. That's kind of crazy to think that. And then I like, yeah, like the other morning I was telling Caitlin this the other day, I was like, I like did all this stuff and it was only like nine 15 and I felt like so accomplished (laughs) with my day. And I was just like, think of everything else I could do now. (laughs) I know. And so, and it's like, like, I think when you have that idea of like, Oh, this is actually a really sweet space. Like I was reading a book on like, anytime you say yes to something, it's a no to something else. Yep. Yep. And Mm -hmm. so like, I've had opportunities to like go and hang out really late at night. And I'm like, mm. yeah. <laughs> that's actually going to be a no to my morning space. You yeah. know, and so it's yeah. like, it's like that pause of like, is this worth it? You yeah. know? Yeah. And sometimes it really is. And so I yeah. like Lee and it's harder to get up in the morning, but, yeah. um, is that oftentimes I'm like, actually, no, I'm all right. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to bed at like at eight yeah. Yeah. <laughs> early yeah. Nothing wrong with uh, that. to like kind of protect that yeah, space that kind of is yeah. filling. Yeah. So yeah. And everyone so needs that, that space and that time to yourself to mm-hmm. like, yeah, have yeah. those moments. And sometimes that means 5am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Well, can you share with our listeners where they can find you, connect with you, all that great stuff? Yeah. Okay. So I do have a website. It's colormelight.com. It has like all the different services and a place where you can book appointments and then also my contact information. Um, but I'm most active on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I think colors are just very visual Mm -hmm. and that just is a really great, uh, space to see Mm -hmm. colors and to see people and to really answer questions and do videos and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You have the greatest videos. I I love your videos. It's so fun to follow. So yeah, if you're like very curious, like we want to see winter, summer, spring and autumn, like these colors, like she has so many great reels Mm -hmm. of different things you can learn from her. So yeah. Everyone go follow her. It's also pretty to look at. It's a fun, it's a fun space. Yeah. That's so awesome. Well, Jordan, thank you so much for being with us today. We've just loved this conversation. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. 
of course. And we hope that everyone gets their colors done at some point. Yes. Because, like, think of how much easier life would be yeah. <laughs> when you know your colors. And how m- more gutsy people would be as well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you again for being on today's episode. We truly appreciate it. Oh, thank you, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Gutsy Truth. We are so thankful to have you here with us, and we hope today's episode was helpful and inspiring. Until next time, we encourage you to learn more at thegutsytruth.com, and we'd really appreciate it if you left a review on today's episode on your podcast streaming platform of choice. If you are enjoying the podcast and want to support our mission to empower and inspire people everywhere, we would love for you to consider becoming a Patreon member. By supporting us on Patreon, you are helping us to continue to create valuable content and build a supportive community for listeners like you who are choosing to live a gutsy life. Visit thegutsytruth.com support to learn more. And until next time, that's the gutsy truth.